0: It's the perfect choice for podcasters, so make sure to check it out. Download the free Anchor app, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. Back to the show.
1: Consequence Podcast Network.
2: People, Leo Phillips here, your host of This Must Be the Gig, your little backstage pass to the world of live music. Each and every week, we bring you fascinating conversations from the beating heart of the performance scene with some of the most exciting names on this gigantic, big, spongy globe. We talk about passion with them, we talk first concerts, last concerts, and everything in the Juicy Center. This week we are proud and delighted to share a conversation with the one, the only, Alicia Keys. In this chat, we discuss her brand new single that came out yesterday called Underdog, as well as the record it's drawn from, the sublime Alicia, coming out later this year. We also discuss her upcoming new book, More Myself the power of meditation and absolving guilt from creative practice and what it's like to truly be on your bullshit. After you've listened through though, be sure to head to consequenceofsound.net where you'll find the full article covering Alicia's 2020 and also catch her hosting the Grammys in a few weeks. So let us not be delayed. This is me and Alicia Keys. Enjoy! (music) Hey, Leo. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good to talk to you. How is everything going? Because you're right on the cusp of uh, a lot of releases and your are hosting. Yeah. How's everything feeling? Yeah.
1: You know, I have to say I'm very, super excited. I definitely, you know, I just, I, I, it's incredible how things come together, the way that they're meant to come together. And so, you know, it's like all of us, we are working on whatever you're working on you're working on it and then as it's as you watch it really come together it's it's pretty pretty dope so part of me is kind of sitting back and watching that and like wow okay what's happening here how can i make all this work and then the other part of me is just in in the excitement of it all you know come giving birth like i feel really excited i feel like there's a there's like a solid amount of work headed and in a great like inspiring way that I really just want to execute the visions as I see them. So, so um, it's, it's. I'm feeling excellent. I'm feeling invigorated. It's a new year. My energy is super high. I'm just feeling like, like I like to say, on oh my bullshit.
2: on your bullshit I love that but how how much (laughs) of it is how much of it is about fate and blessings but also hard work like what is the combination that is the ultimate magical kind of moment for you in order to make something happen
1: oh that's such a good question I think that that there is equal parts both you know I think as much hard work and you know grind and grit as you have to put into executing something or creating something is as much space as you have to leave for the magic you know and and I, I definitely have learned much more about the magic and leaving space for it and and allowing that to come through too because there's so much that you can't plan for there's so much that you you have to just be ready for and 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 just, you know, have faith in almost, you know what I mean? Like have a certain sense of like belief that it's all going to be what you can't even imagine yet. You know, at the same time, you have to carve out the time to put the work in and put the time in and, you know, execute and imagine and dream and, and, and create. So I think it's definitely equal parts of both.
2: I love the word space. That's such a wonderful word for a creative because that's something that has so mm. much. It's so complex in this realm, because as you mentioned, even just being yes. able to carve it out, sometimes you you need confidence, you need support, you need uh you need inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do you need in order to carve that space so that you can be you can daydream and let it happen and let the work? Speak for itself.
1: I love this interview. I really. I, love, I just. I already love. I don't know if that was a weird
2: you question. What you're
1: asking me I, you.
2: I thought for a no, second. Oh God! I, is I that really a strange thing? These yeah.
1: Thank
2: you. <laughs>
1: So we must both most be, both be. We must both be weird together. It's fine. <laughs> I'm so down with being weird.
2: Good. I'm you know so, what I
1: mean. I'm I really so glad.
2: Because for a second, seriously... I put my, I put my palm to my forehead, going, "Oh God, what am, what am I thinking?" <laughs> but I'm, I am genuinely curious, because I think for a creative like you you are in the spotlight and you have this expectation. What are the nuts and bolts and the things that you need in order to create that space for yourself where you can fly free and, you know, be on your bullshit.
1: Yes. Be on your bullshit. Most important thing of the year. Um, (laughs) I think that, I think for me, like a big, big, big thing that I need is um, I, I I do a, I do a constant meditation and I do it every day. And, um, and, you know, is meant to be between the hours of 4.30 and 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. As they say, that's like the highest time for you to receive everything that you need to. You know, that's back to the space thing. Like, I think, I think when I've learned how to give myself more, be more gentle with myself and just be more um, um, understanding of the flow, you know, that I know that I'm going to say I need my meditation, but I also know if I can't do it that morning, and I do it later at 2 p.m. when I have a break. Doesn't matter. Like as long right. as I'm tuning in and doing something for myself, that is what I believe leads me to have the space or to have the clarity or, that, or to sharpen my intuition. Because I really believe in intuition and and that inner voice that we all have that's leading us where we're meant to go. But a lot of times it's 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 drowned out by all the noise and all the distractions and all the things that we just have to do every day to just live and make sure our families are safe and make sure that our bills are paid and all those things and so and so I think that 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 little bit of time to continue to sharpen my inner voice and that intuition that leads me really matters and I notice a difference so to me that's one of the things that I create space for so if that does mean that the only time in the day is right before I get my kids up to school. And yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do that because I know that that's what I need. And when there's the days that I'm too tired and I need extra sleep, then I need to get myself extra sleep. So that's like, that's to me, one of the things that in regards to creating space or things that help me, you know, that really does help me. And then also to like remove feelings of guilt because you want to be everything. You want to do everything. You want to, I want to be there for my kids. I want to be the one picking them up from school. You know, I want to be there for um, my family when my family needs me. I want to be there for my husband when we need time to continue to cultivate our relationships. And I also want to be there for myself. And I think that everything that you, you, the only thing we have is time, which is why it's so expensive because it's so valuable and there's not a lot of it and you can't ever get it back. So I think that Um, one of the things that helps me create that space as well is really working hard on removing the guilt that comes along with when I do have to choose myself, like not feeling uncomfortable about that, feeling like that's just as necessary as it is all the other things I have to choose to make sure that those other relationships are healthy and flourishing. I also have to choose the relationship with myself for some time to breathe, or some time to dream, or some time to write, or some time to practice. Because, like, if I'm not practicing my craft, like, how will I continue to elevate? How will I get stronger and better, and that type of thing? So, really working hard to acknowledge that. Of course, we all can feel guilty, and and there's you can't be everything at every moment to everyone. You know what I mean? So, so you to remove that guilt and just acknowledge that this that time for myself is very important and i'm worth it you know i'm worth that so so it's it's tricky even last night i was like what am i doing here i finished early i shouldn't just stay here i should i should head home so i could do. and i was like wait wait if you if you take a second maybe you can like have a moment tonight you can practice you can have some quiet maybe you can actually sleep in in the morning a little bit then You know, you always get up super early, you can rest a bit. Like, that's valuable, too. So, you know, I I literally find myself having to remind myself that all the time, all the time, all the time. So I think that's another piece, though, that, that is very helpful. Um, to creating the space
2: Absolutely And I feel like Especially now uh, it's Creating time for yourself Could also be Creating time for others Which kind of leads me To your new single That's coming out Or by the time This comes mm. out It would have been yesterday <laughs> Um yes. working in the future And it's just uh, I think I just wanted to say Thank you Because a song Like that is such a mm. Such a reminder That we all connect to one another and that everyone is special and absolutely important. Um, and
1: oh,
2: I don't know. It's just in the midst of all this terrifying news. Does it feel, oh. you know, in, in essence of trying to make time for yourself, you're also really supporting others. You know, in order to support others, you almost have to be as strong within yourself. So does it feel extra mm. meaningful to have that song out in the world, you know, or on the cusp of having that song out in the world, especially with what's going on. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, I think without question, it's like going through so much and we're being attacked on multiple levels. You know, we're, I think we're being attacked on, on spiritual levels and emotional levels and on levels we don't even realize that are affecting us and, you know you can there's a there's a tenseness and there's a a fear you know a deep deep fear like a concern a worry about the state of ourselves and the state of our communities, the state of the whole world the planet like we're like I think we're looking at each other like what is going on you know like what <laughs> is true. happening and so I think that you know that reminder or that energy of like the triumph and that energy of we all might have different experience for sure. And my life is different from yours and your life is different from hers. And, and everybody has a different experience, but that ability to know that even when it feels like everything is at its worst, that there is, that there are these challenges that we can overcome, like we can figure it out that like we can have the tenacity to, to, to fight the way through it um, is, 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 what I feel like that song "Underdog," like that word, you know. I think a, a lot of times it might feel like it's a negative word, but to me, it's like one of the most powerful things to find the strength in ourselves to defy the odds, and that is is about. And I and I personally really need to hear that right now, personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because
2: yeah,
1: as we're surrounded by all this other energy and all this stuff around us, and sometimes it makes you confused, it makes you doubtful. You know, it makes you feel frustrated. It makes you, you just want to, like, curl up in a corner like, wait, what? You know, all yeah. these feelings are valid. They're, they're all valid. But to remember that we are meant to defy the odds is, like, I just really need that right now, personally.
2: And I love how you completely embrace the term underdog. You know, you make it into something that's almost heroic, especially because we've all felt like we faced mm. that uphill battle From time to time, it's such a universal truth that we all feel squashed by some sort of unmet expectation or some sort of, Mm. you know, just feeling in the world that we're not good enough. But how important then is is that aside from how important it is to you? Because I can hear that in just the way you deliver the song and the video, which we'll also get to in a moment. But how important is that sort of empowerment in art? you know, in, in a, in a way of, of not only uplifting, but also creating a different narrative surrounding underdogs.
1: Mm, Yes, no, I definitely, yeah, I think that we have to, you know, I, I I love what you're saying and I appreciate what you're saying and I think we do have to, you know, make our own definitions and create our own lanes and our own paths and, and, and redefine things sometimes, you know, like even just and, you know, it's sometimes, you know, we're told or we're taught what things are supposed to mean or what we're supposed to do or what we're, how far we're supposed to go or what's, what's in our reach or what's not in our reach. And, we're, and those are things that we've just learned since the second we were born, you know what I mean? And nobody even ever necessarily told us that, but it's by all that we see or what we bear witness to or, you know, it's these little things that start to infiltrate the consciousness and that we carry with us and sometimes, you know, make us feel incapable or like it's, you know, it's not meant for us or whatever. So I definitely think, I definitely think that redefining those words and those terms and, and, and being able to recognize the opportunity in the challenge, you know, and, and actually just being able to find the grit, you know, find the, Find that part in ourselves, find that part that just like proves everybody wrong, like everybody wrong. And I think that there's part of the greatest stories ever have been those stories that have proved everything and everybody wrong. And I think in a way we're all looking to do that and we're hoping that, you know, the dreams that we have or the vision we have for ourselves you know, that we can literally prove that we, those who don't believe they're wrong.
0: Pause the podcast!
2: It's time to step away from the conversation with Alicia ever so briefly to share a little something Engineer Adam and I like to call the live show of the week!
0: We are so excited to be back again with another amazing concert to bring all of you lovely listeners. Each week, we highlight one of the most heart-thumping events we could find out there to share with you, our pod people.
2: And these are just suggestions. We know that you have all your tickets already sorted, but just in case you needed a little extra push to get out that house, we couldn't help but give a special shout-out to the Harp Queen. The Queen. The Queen. Joanna Newsom, who will be performing at Austin's Bates Recital Hall on January 15th and 16th. We were lucky enough to catch Joanna at one of her performances here in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And down to the immaculate dress designed specifically for the tour. And everything from her answering random questions rudely shouted out (laughs) by the crowd, not by me. (laughs) Obviously, I was there to watch. This was one of the undoubtedly... Uh, most charming performances that we have ever seen.
0: Absolutely, and if you want to get in on the excitement of those shows or any other shows, you can always head over to StubHub via cosradio.lv/stubhub. Mm-hmm. That's cosradio.lv/stubhub, mm-hmm. 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 and find the best selection of tickets to all of the hottest shows. And while we're talking about important things to do while you're on the internet, let's talk about how you need to go to Apple Podcasts, to Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. It really should be five stars. Go do it. It's important. It means a lot to us. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Pre-thank you. More thank yous. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let us return to this week's brilliant interview. Back to me and the wonderful Alicia Keys. Enjoy. Enjoy. And I especially love the, how do I phrase like the insistence in underdog that we need to look up, you know, as the lyrics say, which is so necessary walking around. I think almost everyone is like looking down at their phones Mm. 99% of the time or looking down because they don't want to make eye contact because they fear Mm. for what that might do as a, as a woman, as a person of color, as, as anyone Mm. in a minority, Mm. you you kind of just don't want to even engage anymore. Um, and I mm. speak in gen- general terms, but as a songwriter, do you have to keep yourself from falling into that trap? You know, from from almost being also quite absorbed in certain things or do, like how much of the mm. underdog do you relate to? I think that is maybe what I'm wondering.
1: I can relate to every single part of it. And, and that particular, what I love so much about this song is the story of it. And it is like, it is this story of a of two people having an interaction interaction that maybe wouldn't normally have had one. And I think that there's something I love that you picked that up from it and pulled that out from it because I I loved this idea. Um, we wrote this with Johnny McDade and Ed Sheeran, and I loved this idea of creating this story and in the most in the most un in the, in the most unexpected places can you find a connection with a person that you might have never connected with because we are super busy and we are ever consumed. And, and it is a lot, it's a lot to manage and handle. And, and that moment that you might speak to someone that you never spoke to and may be open to listening to their story and what they've been through, it creates such a, you know, such an understanding. And I love that. I love that the both of the verses kind of talk about that connection that you wouldn't expect to have you know in these everyday ways how many times have you been on a train in a cab mm-hmm. walking down the street and to your point like sometimes you connect with a person and in your shop or, or you're able to actually strike up a conversation or have a moment but so many times lives pass before us we have no idea what people are going through we have no idea what they're holding on what they're dealing with what they're fighting their way through and I think that that's that alone is like a really powerful thing of just even just being open to think about, you know, the way the what other people are going through.
2: And I feel like, especially with your just looking at the trajectory of your career, I feel like performing has for you has always felt like you can p- potentially connect and make that difference. Like just watching you, I always mm-hmm. feel like you. You're not even looking for those moments. You just know that those moments are there and you just got to like grab it. And even, you know, just thinking now, you recently performed at the Tidal Rock the Vote benefit in Brooklyn, you know, like whether encouraging young voters or fighting the harmful standards of, you know, feminine identity. I feel like your performance always yeah. carries some sort of strong message. And I speak about performance very largely. I'm talking, even, mm. even listening in headphones are perform- you you're performing and you're spreading that message so do you feel like mm. do you feel like performance for you allows you to do that is that your mode of looking up you know and connecting and spreading those messages mm.
1: you know I'm, I'm that's beautiful thank you so much for saying that and I, I feel I just feel so connected to people that's something that I just always, I just, I feel like I understand people. I can walk into a room and I can feel the energy of people so clearly. And and I, I know, even if I don't know exactly what's going on in their, in their exact details, I know the energy. And I, I can relate to the energy. And I feel very, very connected to people. It doesn't matter where I am. It can, I can be in Korea. I can be in Europe. I can be in Brooklyn. I can be anywhere, and I feel like that's something that really is part of who I am and part of who I always want to be. I always want to connect to people. I always want to be, have conversations that are real and genuine. I wanna, I want to create conversations that are real and genuine. You know what I mean? I want to be with. I always want to be with. I've always considered myself an artist of the people. Like I I don't want to be on some pedestal that is unattainable, and I don't even—I don't. That's not even real. It's not even a real thing. And this idea of humanity and who we are, and just what what we're going through collectively and individually, it 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 matters to me, and it's really interesting to me too because I think that's it's it's part of what creates. The conversation and the connection, and I believe in, I believe in connection. I do. I believe like we can connect with each other, and and it does something for you. It does something for us, you know. And 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 so I definitely I definitely I love not only performing, but I love connecting with people on a real level. I love sitting down with people and just having a really honest conversation, because I find that there's so many similarities that we're all experiencing, you know, and we're all going through this. Right. We're all going through this, trying to figure it out, basically. We're all just basically trying to figure it out, you know. And, and it's
2: grounding. Yeah, there's a grounding aspect to that when you're connecting on that level. It, it just puts your, like, sinks your toes into the sand and you're like, okay, I can, I know how to work now. I know how my brain's working, you know.
0: It's mm-hmm. such, a, it's such mm-hmm. a great way
2: to connect. Yeah, it's really transformative, but a lot of people I feel disconnect, but especially with music, that is your way of, of, of connecting, right? That's how, that's the first mode of call that people often get with you. So do you remember your first moment that you connected through performance? Like, do you remember that first performance ever where you went, Oh, this is, this is it. This is what I want to do. I connect with people. This is how I find myself. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's so many, there's so many moments, and I think like that's the thing about music that's just it's so powerful, and it is so. I think it's like the most powerful way to, to communicate because cause it's like there's just it melts away everything else, every other thing that maybe like okay, so maybe you speak French and I speak English. Okay, maybe you believe in Buddha and I believe in you know, something else. Maybe you're this age and I'm that age. Like There's all these other things that we might see slightly differently and from different perspectives. But when it comes to music, it's like that's the one thing that you can look next to you and that person is singing at the top of their lungs feeling this particular song. And there's nothing, I guess, in the way of it. You know what I mean? And so it's the one kind of pure way i think that we all just have can can understand something you know what i mean or can understand the same thing
2: yeah that makes me smile yeah that's really yeah that's really wonderful to acknowledge that i do
1: feel like that is the that is such a powerful form of communication and i'm so i feel blessed that i'm able to connect with people on that level like on that visceral emotional straight like right to the gut straight to the heart, you know, that's the truth. Those things that hit you right there, right there, square in your middle, that's what the truth is. So I feel like, I feel like I love that that's the way that we communicate. And for me, the people and the moments that that have happened to me, like I'll never forget. I'll never forget the first time I heard Marvin Gaye's flying high in a friendly (laughs) sky. Amazing.
2: God, so special. This
1: song took me out. It was so, the music itself was like super dark, but beautiful. And this idea of like, what is reality and what isn't reality and find escape and trying to escape and and these, these kind of, metaphor that he was playing with and I think that the agony that he lived with like it felt so it hit me so crazy I couldn't believe that you could feel something like that you know so deeply and like that I'll, I'll never forget experiencing that or the first time that I saw Nina Simone perform which was like one of the first black women who played classical music oh that I ever my laid my eyes on. And I was studying classical music and I was trying to figure out like how, you know, I was, I, I needed to see myself in that world. Yes. And I you don't, I didn't, you know, and, and, and so to see her, but to see her with this like regality and this crazy strength and almost like this, don't fuck with me. Like she has this like, thing that she carries with her like you untouchable almost and not in a way that was I never felt I never felt like not welcomed by her performance I always felt deeply engaged Mm -hmm. with her like commitment to what she believed like whatever she was singing about it was so fiercely her truth I felt like knocked off my feet by that I wanted to understand How can I believe in something or feel something so, how can I feel something so clearly that nothing takes me out of it? Like nothing's more important than it. Whoa, that's that's such a confidence. It's a deep confidence that comes with that. And like the ability to like believe in, it's like the deep. So those are two that I remember I was just shook to the core of like what that made me feel like. Or what that made me want to understand. Well, the first time I saw Mary Blige and she was like in uh. that thrill up video <laughs> and she had her like Doc Martens on yeah. and she was stomping the rain and it was dark and she was like in a hoodie and she was hard <laughs> and she was in New York and she was like completely a million percent um herself. She was just herself like she didn't yeah. have to be like anybody else. And I remember how that hit me. I was like, yo, I, I know her. She knows me. I felt like she knew me, you know. And and so to me, you know again back to the the way that you can communicate in a way that it feels like such a deep understanding or a deep connection. Um, man, it's just it never gets old.
2: Yeah, and looking obviously at the work that you are doing at the moment, I absolutely get those references because you are being yourself. But you're also there's overarching themes like. Even with the upcoming album, you've got that ultra-essential show-me-love. Then there's this like, quest for freedom almost on Time Machine, if I can kind of
0: uh,
2: you know, put it down to just one word. And now, obviously, with the uplifting underdog, which I do find it's it's unbelievably inspiring, but it really does hit to a point where we all need... We need that community, that sense of community. But do you see that any overarching themes connecting those songs or even on the whole album? Do you look at the album now before it's out and think there was something that I was really trying to connect with when I was writing?
1: Yeah, and I definitely I definitely have been on a personal mission to connect with the different sides of myself, because I think that there is so much I've noticed, so much I have known one side of myself, because that's the most familiar side, or that's the most accessible side, or that's the calmest side, or that's the most rational side, or whatever. And I've realized that there's so many pieces that make us who we are. And, And the rage and the anger is just as important as the resolution yes. and the solution, or the, you know, or the, 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 the rationality, the, the, the crazy is just as important as the rational. It's like all these parts are inside of us, and we deserve to be able to understand them and meet them and, and respect them all, and like get to know them better. And I personally was noticing that I was cutting off certain sides of myself because. I wanted to contain everything or I wanted to make it palatable or I didn't want to fly off the handle or whatever. These restrictions that are placed on us or we put on ourselves, I don't know. Honestly I the lines are blurred. And and I but I really wanted to I really wanted to get to know all these places and pay attention to them. And so I think you'll see that as you continue to explore the music for Alicia, the album. it will definitely bring it 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 brought me face to face with all these different sides that are in all of us and i'm and i'm excited to get to know i've never been more myself you know i've never
0: been myself more than i am now pause the podcast
2: pause the podcast
0: are you looking at a calendar full of great events but struggling to find tickets StubHub's gotcha Whatever your favorite band, team, or venue, StubHub is here to save the day with the best tickets for any budget.
2: Whether you're looking for a seat at a Broadway show, tickets to the summer's big arena tour, or a night of cheering on your hometown team, StubHub has the seats you're looking for at the price you want to pay.
0: Head to cosradio.lv StubHub or their user-friendly app to find tickets that are 100% guaranteed by FanProtect. StubHub's never sold out, with the most shows, the most tickets, and the most fans.
2: So, head on over to cosradio.lv StubHub, or the StubHub app. The best tickets to the best experiences in music, sports, and theater.
0: That's cosradio.lv StubHub.
2: Even looking at Alicia, how you've stylized it. Not since the diary of Alicia Keys, when was that? 2003? Have you put your name?
1: Yeah, it is totally my name. That that place of just kind of being, figuring out fully who you are. Me, personally, figuring out and being clear and meeting all these different sides. And I think that's what you're observing with what you described in regards to show me love having one side and time machine sharing another side and and underdog sharing another side you know and i and i'm I'm really excited about knowing myself and i'm really excited about i know that i'm not the only one that's looking for themselves you know i think we're all looking looking for ourselves
2: and your book more myself will also be coming out shortly as well that's in two months time and you're definitely right. again it's it's also on, on theme of you just giving a lot of yourself by dis- by virtue of discovering who you are And you're definitely not somebody to shy away from expressing those feelings, even in this conversation. But what inspired you then to take on something like a book where obviously book and music, those those two are wildly, vividly imaginative mediums, right? But how different was putting it down as a book and then not having that extra phase of taking it into song? So taking that writing and putting it down and being okay with it being in the form of a book as opposed to you taking it to multiple levels, you know, in a song where both are, are obviously creatively challenging, but how did it feel to yeah. split your brain, you know, into, into those two mediums?
1: Man, it's definitely been, it's been two, it's two totally different experiences and more myself is, you know, it's, it is. Um, so that's going to come in March 31st. And so it's excited. been so interesting to me too it's been, it's, it's actually oh. crazy interesting how they go together.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they weren't
1: I didn't it, it, that's the that's part of the like the divinity part and the mm-hmm. thing that you you it just was kind of the fate thing that we talked about in the beginning mm-hmm. but like they one one is an, is a is another each one is a different way to experience this conversation about like how do you find who you are? Like how do you? How do we? How do we kind of discover those paths, and how do we find ourselves? How do you? How do you become like the most authentic version of you, or like the realist version? You? Or you know the how? 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 How do we know who we are? Like that's do we do
0: we yeah. ever know who we <laughs> are? Like, do we?
1: I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure, you know. I mean, I think that there's. I definitely know that there is this experience that you know who you eventually start to know who you are not. This I do know or or what you do not want. You know, you start to really discover Like I do not want that, but how do we exactly know who we are? And so just to, just that conversation is so fascinating to me because as a, you know, as all of us are navigating life and, navigating a world that was created to um, in a lot of ways compartmentalize and you know kind of keep people in certain lanes and spaces and and discourage the, the, the blurring of lines or discourage the progressiveness or discourage the individuality specifically you know if so powerful to think about like how do i become how do i become more of myself and how do I find out who that person is? So that that has been just a personal journey for me, and so I think through this music here with Alicia and definitely with the book, more myself. It's it's like that starting to uncover for me. It was like such a damn therapy session because it really yeah, uncovered sure. so much, sure. so much of like the patterns and so much of like the, the things, recognizing what I attract and what are what are things I don't wanna to continue to attract and you know like those moments and those really those 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 eye opening moments where you recognize like what you what you know what you won't tolerate anymore and how do you get to that place where you think you're done with those things that you've done for so long or whatever the case. So it's it's definitely it was definitely incredible to write it and it's been a Total different experience on the musical side because obviously the musical piece I've been—that's a part of what I've done for so long, and so it's, it's a, even that comes with its set set of mysteries for sure. Like I still—it's it's never just an obvious way forward even when creating music, but with creating the written the written word, I love books so much, and I'm so taken by the written word and how that emotionally can really just connect so much that to be able to do that in that, in a way that didn't, I then didn't have to put a melody to it Mm. (laughs) and just kind of was able to to use the poetry and use the word and just use that, use that and express that in a way that that was clear um, or just made it clear for me. It was so layered. It was super, super layered. And um, it, but it's an incredible experience and I'm, really excited for I think you'll really see yourself inside of it It, both in both the music and the book I think you'll see yourself inside of there and I, I think we'll see like just how much of the similar things we're going through such a good conversation. I'm I'm Thank loving. You. I'm loving. Thank you. Too. My hands
2: on my heart. I'm really just so grateful for you. It's just you're so needed and necessary in this world. It's it's just impossible to mm. describe. Um, but I think what I'm maybe wondering to end off is how do you then take all of that knowledge that you're that you're finding and that discovery with music going into now? We're talking at a really great time. You know, you're about to release the book. About to release. Yeah the album about to host the grammys again but how do you define yes. how do you define success now and is it very different mm. to to how it was for you you know now that you you love what you do of course i'm sure you always have but now that you've discovered who you are like almost i think what i was going to ask was what what was the trait that you are now valuing in success and being able to have that platform,
1: wow, mm, yeah, oh man, that's a good one, a great one. Um I think success for me now is being able to one version of success for me is definitely being able to connect, mm-hmm. to connect, to resonate, to find these these ways where you and people are all like open and connecting in a way that's pure and real because I think you know we see there's just not a lot of there's just not a lot a lot of times we don't find the real kindred connection and I'm really always thinking that and searching that and so when I when I feel that or I'm able to bear witness or be a part of connecting in that way I feel like a strong something very strong and I think the other part of success for me is to really be completely, to really go beyond where I've been before in the sense of being able to take these things that I've learned or take these things that I've grown from and really just be so completely unafraid of how of of the unlimited space that we can we can create because i think that that's always been so scary for me i think that there's been a certain a certain thing that's held me back from really knowing that there is no limit to what i can dream what i can create how big it can be, how excellent it can be. And I now what success is for me is to challenge myself to remove any of that fear, to remove any of that thing that holds you back, that that voice that tries to stop you from being the most excellent version of you that you can be not comparing to anybody else's trajectory, anybody's life, anybody else's anything, just for yourself, for myself. And, and when, and I know I'm in a place now that I recognize that, I welcome that, and I, and I'm dreaming bigger than I ever thought I could because I had this invisible feeling over my head that I didn't realize was there. Yeah. And so success to me is really taking all the pieces of the puzzle or all the lessons or all the things that I've learned so far and actually putting them in action and not finding myself back at those same places that I've already been been to or that I've already learned from and just being this fearless, fierce, feelingless woman on my bullshit. <laughs> And that is success to me. That's success to me. Seriously, no, it's I love you. you.
2: I hear I, you. I wish for you forever to stay on <laughs> your bullshit, please, with every every fucking blessed breath. You know, every every bit of it. This must be the gig. is produced by Adam Kibble We'd like to thank Dean Berger and Daniel Brater for additional music, as well as the Consequence Podcast Network.
0: During the holiday season, everyone's trying to get you to buy more stuff. Instead, head to StubHub so you can celebrate the season at a game or show. Take the whole family to the ballet, bang on the glass at a hockey game, or sing along with your favorite artist at a concert. Hey, we definitely count that as caroling. StubHub has the best selection of seats for all the holiday events you want to experience with your loved ones. And every ticket is 100% guaranteed. Get to StubHub.com or their user-friendly app today. StubHub. S-T-U-B-H-U-B. Be there.